Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. Welcome, welcome to the last episode as The Pragmatic Pagan. But this isn't the end. Instead, it is the beginning of something new. It's wonderful to have you listening, and thank you for returning. I know my last episode was a bit of a cliffhanger and one that definitely called for a big shift in how I practice. I just want to start by saying this process of unlearning and rebuilding a 25-year practice has felt a bit daunting. 
knowing where to start and how much change to digest and how quickly is all really important to keep in mind. Pacing has been key, and I find that some topics and changes flow more freely than others. If you are making changes to your path, find a pace and scale that works for you and allow yourself some grace and compassion. In the past several months, I've spent a lot of time meditating, both in my astral home and in my physical body, constantly questioning the why of my practice until the knowing deep inside began to reply. That is when my personal truth started to really come clear. I've mentioned before the split between religion and witchcraft as two separate but intertwined paths. And the more I asked of myself, the more clearly those two paths diverged. Which means the first part of my unfolding really dug into the question of why paganism? Witchcraft has always come easily for me and its concepts of energy and its occult histories. But I've always honestly struggled with paganism and always trying to shift or change things to align with my beliefs or lack thereof. Making things deity-free, adjusting celebrations to consist of more non-binary gender representations. So, as I began to unlearn my practice, I started to really ask myself, what about the old ways or beliefs called to me? And honestly, that inner knowing replied, this isn't about rebuilding the past. This is about embarking on a new path forward, one that learns from the past, is rooted in the present, and aims to build a better future. It's about honoring the intent of our ancestors while not denying the modern world we live in and the challenges we face to build a better tomorrow. I also fully admit that as I started to look at who else the old ways called to, anti-vax and white supremacist ideology being some of them, turf and women-only groups being others, there are some problematic cultural appropriations abounds. And I just can't find enough reason to align my beliefs there. That's not to say that authentic pagan practices rooted in the cultures from which they are derived are bad or can't be modernized. They definitely can. And I highly recommend spending some time finding what resonates with you here. And then going to the source of those beliefs and learning directly from them. This means if you're interested in practicing Irish Celtic paganism, make sure you're learning that from the active and live cultures that still exist today, especially in Ireland and Scotland. And please be wary of the rise in Norse groups who sometimes have white supremacist underpinnings. It's really important to do your homework here to know where you are aligning yourself via your time, energy, and thoughts, sometimes money as well. With a plethora of voices and inputs in the space, it can be easy to get caught up in the feel of a magic community. So please do your research first. Returning to the idea that paganism and witchcraft are two separate things and, for me, two diverging paths, I had to pause at the crossroads a moment to ask, what do I believe? I started to unlearn question by question my draw to paganism. What pulled me to these concepts and ideas insofar as I understand them? As I mentioned, I spent a lot of time changing things that didn't ring true in my quote-unquote pagan practice. So what did ring true? And please know, you may answer these questions differently. Your inner knowing may have different truths. To dig a little deeper with myself, I asked, what is it about my old practice that does call to me? 
My deep knowing responded, you are at one with the trees and the stars. It is a deep resonating within the cosmic and earthly forces and the ways in which those energies manifest. It's moving with the weather and breathing with the tides. It's listening and stewardship. It's exploring and understanding with curiosity, our universe, the importance of earthly and celestial cycles, of life and death, of the eternal spiral that we see replicated in the cosmos and seashell alike, for the way that the changing climate is shaping the world of the future. My deep knowing reminded me that energy is neither created or destroyed, merely repurposed. That at our hearts, we are an improbable mix of mass, energy, and a little of the unknown, a little magic. And with that gift, we might leave things a bit better than we find them. That we may be stewards to our world and holders of balance. I began to dream of a path that observes what is true to the changing environment and cultures that we live in, and that works to establish that balance. One that dreams of a future while building it. Deep knowing reminded me of community, of coming together to celebrate the celestial cycles, to honor our past, to dream of our future, and bring support to our present. A reminder of slower pace, one rooted in mindfulness and awareness, one that embraces what the hands and heart create. That rest and productivity live in a cyclical pattern, harnessing the power of change. These were the things that called to me, things I sought within quote-unquote old ways, but never really truly found, if they were even really there at all. So much of what we think we know isn't historically accurate, merely fabrications that have taken seed over time. So much unlearning. And beneath that, guiding me through that, there was this deep calling to a knowing that has woven its way through our human story, old and new. Honoring the changing cycles of life, the environment around us, the experience of being human. These do not belong to anyone, any one culture or religion, but are in all of us. It is only up to us to determine how our connection to this deep knowing manifests. So it's time to define a new path forward, one that learns from the past, is rooted in the present, and aims to build a better future. Science, seasons, and the celestial. This earth-based call to magic that harnesses the power of atomic witchcraft. Pragmatic pause. And the last one, actually. Eh, the elephant in the room. What does that mean for the pragmatic pagan podcast? Well, that is a great question. And honestly, part of what has taken me so long to get this episode out. That, and this has to be like draft 31 or so. It might be the double Virgo in me, but I wanted to understand where things were headed before I jumped back in. I also wanted to answer for myself, and maybe even for you, why my voice should take up space here in the plethoras of witchcraft podcasts. Honestly, I started this podcast in 2019 as a way to speak to my younger self. 22 years into my practice, and I kept looking back at a witch who grew up in the 90s with little to no actual resources, reliable or not. Internet was just beginning to make its debut, and finding witchcraft books at the local library or bookstore was a treasure. 
having parents who bought them for you even more so. Yet, when I did stumble on books or Yahoo chat groups, rest in peace, Witchbox, I consistently found myself changing things and yearning for a community of more like-minded folks. Not old gods, not aliens, not light work, just nature and science, and okay, a little bit of witchcraft. Fast forward 22 years, and this podcast was intended to help provide a basic overview of my non-traditional path, and an opportunity to connect with that like-minded community I had always wanted. A little, if you build it, they will come energy. I hold true to that, even as I started to unlearn, decolonize, and deprogram my practice. Perhaps more so than ever, actually given the amount of misinformation and context that many folks are now encountering during their first steps into magic. And that's not to say I am always right, clearly not the case. But I can offer you a realistic look into what an evolving practice looks like. So that's what my voice has to offer in this space, the experience of building a new path forward, one that works to restore and maintain balance, that is grounded without toxic positivity, that weaves together what we know of science and magic to allow us a deeper understanding of and participation in the world around us. So here's what to expect as the podcast shifts forward in 2023. A rebranding, mostly a name change, but I will also be doing a bit of a vibe change. Stay tuned and let me know what you think. Also, let it be known that I, as a double Virgo, have finally asked for some help with the podcast. Some dear friends and fellow witches have offered to volunteer some time to manage social media and lead some project management in order to help keep me on track. Goodness knows I'm an obliger who does better with outward accountability. It also means I get to focus on creating content, which is where my creative heart thrives. I can't thank them enough. Newer episodes are aimed to drop on the full moons with additional episodes on the equinoxes and solstices. The content will shift to embrace the exploration of a new path and trying on new traditions to see what a modern nature and science-based witchcraft practice might look and feel like. I also want to spend some time talking about science and the day-to-day ways we can not only work with energy, but truly live into a modern practice. This includes some witchivism or witchy activism because the world we live in is interdependent and we can't talk about nature and restoring green spaces without talking about the racism behind redlining and the importance of land back movements. Also, because at least in my practice, part of being a witch means being a steward for all creatures on this planet, including my fellow human shaped beings. As for older episodes, those will remain. Episodes that feature a lot of content rooted in paganism will get disclaimers, pointing folks towards better resources. So why don't I just remove them? That's twofold. One, I think it's important that we don't erase our history. That is part of the reason we are in the mess we are in culturally in America. Two, I have received enough feedback that those episodes are very helpful on an introductory level, and my hope is that those that listen will then dig deeper via source materials that I will reference. That being said, I want to thank you all, the listeners, especially those of you who have been listening since early on when I was producing episodes weekly and felt like nothing could slow me down. A lot has changed. Thank you for your patience while I had to take it slow, while I began to listen to my body and that deep knowing that is reshaping my practice. Thank you for still being here, 
offering me the grace and time to slow down enough to observe the nuances in the nature around me, to really question where my time and energy goes. Thank you for the messages of support and for sharing your journeys with me. I hope you continue to reach out, perhaps as your own practice evolves. In gratitude, I want to offer this to you. If you haven't taken a moment for your own deep listening, I highly recommend it. It can be as simple as asking, what do I need right now? The answer might surprise you. Well, listeners, this is where we are at. Upcoming episodes will include more details on the logistics of some of the bigger changes, like the new name for the podcast, and changes in my practice, like is circle casting still the same? Hint, no, it's not. What about Samhain and Yule? And all the rest. I hope you will stay tuned for the change that is yet to come. Until the next full moon, this is the Pragmatic Pagan, signing off. <laughs>